0: Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash live.
1: I say this with all sincerity and honestly no malice, just sincerity. I believe that uh, Barack Obama missed one of the greatest opportunities in American history to unite our country. And he didn't. And he continues to be a divisive force. And I say that, again, without malice, but with great sadness. We all know that racism has existed in America. We know there is still some today any reasonable person would also recognize that we have made enormous strides. And I mean enormous strides. In my lifetime, you know, I'm a child of the 60s. If I compare race relations and the opportunities afforded to blacks and minorities today as compared to when I was a kid in high school... In the 60s, oh my goodness. In the 60s, when I was in high school, if someone were to say, you know, I really think in the near future, a black man will be president of the United States, no one would have seriously considered that. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. was an incredible influence, but president... Unthinkable. Absolutely unthinkable. The strides, the progress that we have made as a country in race relations are absolutely incredible. Do we still need to go further? Yes. And sadly, 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 we are now going in the opposite direction because the liberal left. And again, I think any reasonable person would have to agree. We're headed, we've taken a 180. We made progress, 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 and now we have turned around and we are headed backwards. And here is a fact. If you look at any of the studies, any of the polls, America was more divided racially after eight years of Barack Obama's presidency than before. We were not more united, and we should have been. We should have been. Listen, I supported almost none of Barack Obama's policies. Almost none. But I was absolutely thrilled that we as a nation had come to the place where we could elect a black person as president. I was thrilled. And vice president and secretary of state, Congress, House of Representatives, Supreme Court, thrilled. And I, again, I disagreed with almost every policy that Barack Obama uh believed in. But I was thrilled that we actually had a president from a minority. Barack Obama had eight years to speak to black young people and say, I know you've got it hard. So did I. I understand what you've been told. But I want you to know something. This is the United States of America. And you can do anything you want to do. You can achieve anything you want to achieve if you work hard. If you apply yourself, if you get over the victim mentality, if you quit believing that you are a victim and that you can be an overcomer, you can achieve anything. Look at me. I am President of the United States, and you can be too. That was not the message that he communicated. It was not the message that he communicated. He spent 22 years under Jeremiah Wright, who was a flaming racist. And he took those things into the White House, and through his administration, And he continues it today. See, Bob, what are you talking about? Tim Scott is a black senator, in fact, the only black Republican senator, and uh, he has announced that he is going to run for president. I said a few minutes ago, I think Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are the only ones that have a chance. Uh, Tim Scott could have a chance. I like Tim Scott a lot. If he were the Republican nominee, I would back him 100%. I like him a lot. Well, Tim Scott's message to the black community and and black young people is exactly what Barack Obama's message should have been. Hey, take a look at me. I came out of poverty. I came out of abject poverty. I was told that I was a nobody. I was told that because I was black, I couldn't accomplish anything. He's told the story over and over again of the racism and the bigotry that his grandfather especially experienced, and even his father, and he has communicated. But I didn't allow that to define me. I did not allow that to put me down. I worked hard, and I believe this is the United States of America, and I can accomplish anything I wanted to, and here I am. I am in the Senate of the United States, and you can be too. What an incredible message to America's black youth. What a great message. Well, Barack Obama doesn't think so. No, I'm serious. And I hope you take this the way I'm, I'm about to say it. Tim Scott is fully black. Barack Obama is half black. Barack Obama, as you know, had a white mother. He's biracial. Tim Scott is full-blooded black. Now, does that make any difference in how they should be treated? Or No, no. I'm just saying, if anybody was really representing the minority, Tim Scott would be a better example. But instead of one black man who has reached the pinnacle, president, the most powerful man on planet Earth, instead of that black man commending another black man, hey, brother, We may disagree politically, but man, what a story you have. We may not agree on economics. We may not agree on a whole lot of things. We may be from different parties, but my goodness, your story is a story that every black young person should admire. Oh, no, 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 no. Barack Obama has criticized South Carolina Republican Tim Scott because he says he does not really represent blacks in America. He said, in part, I'm not being cynical about Tim Scott individually. I am maybe suggesting that the rhetoric of can't we all get along? That has to be undergirded with an honest accounting of our past and our present. What is Barack Obama saying? We are a racist nation. And Tim Scott won't admit that we are racist. Um, I, I just... I look... I look at the Barack Obama presidency, and as I said, I disagreed with almost all of his policies, but I think his greatest failure was not economically, not on the national stage. I disagreed completely with Obamacare and all of that, but I think his greatest failure was his failure to use his position to lift up minorities, to encourage them and say, I made it, you can make it too. That was not his message. And he continues to be a divisive figure in American politics. And uh, I just find it sad that he's picking a fight with someone like tim scott i just i just find it disheartening those are my thoughts you may disagree my number 877 bob live eight seven seven 54 83 we'll be back
0: follow Bob on Twitter at twittercom slash
1: Bernie live I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check this out um, I just saw this about 30 seconds ago so I haven't had, had an opportunity to confirm it but you know that I think it was yesterday. The president was giving a speech to a conservation group, and uh, he got off script. He quit reading the teleprompter, and uh, he made a ridiculous statement about building a uh, a, a railroad, building a railroad from the Pacific Ocean to, I think it was India or something, about an 8,000-mile railroad across the ocean. No, he said that. Now, that is true. Um today, I and again I just saw it during the commercial break. I'll try to check it out. He was making comments today, uh let's see, what's the group's name? I'm trying to enlarge this. Some gun control advocacy and he's speaking and he ends his comments about gun control before he walks off the podium by saying, God save the Queen really? Like I said, I'll check it out. Oh, listen, folks, we're in such bad shape. We are in such bad shape. Uh, We lost a caller. We had a caller from the Washington, D.C. area that wanted to talk about Barack Obama for somehow—I don't think it was on Aryan. Maybe they didn't think they could— Wait through the break. If you want to call back, I will get you on immediately. I love talking to our listeners, whether you agree with me or not. Maybe you think I was completely off base in my comments about Barack Obama. I don't think I was. And again, if you look at any of the research, the polls, the statistics, the studies, after eight years, pardon me, after eight years of Barack Obama, We were more divided as a country racially than before. That should not have been the case. What a horrible, wasted opportunity. I have made this statement hundreds and hundreds of times through the years. I hate racism. I hate bigotry. One of my greatest privileges was pastoring a multi-ethnic church. Um, and I, I I despise racism, and I'm for almost for almost anyone and any program that will unite us. I am absolutely opposed to almost anything that will divide us. And I think that's what happened during the eight years of uh, Barack Obama. And my goodness. We heard over and over and over again how divisive Donald Trump was. And as a Trump supporter during his presidency, I admit at times he was divisive. He was not really a uniter. He he wasn't. I know people, his staunch, uh, unconditional supporters, um, I was a supporter of Donald Trump, but I'm not an unconditional supporter of anybody but Jesus. Um, And I'm honest enough to admit, yeah, he wasn't really a uniter. At times, he could be very divisive. And he, well, anyway, enough of that. Joe Biden has been far more divisive than Donald Trump ever dreamed of uh i've been around probably longer than most of you in the audience i'm not that old but but it's just a fact i am probably older than the majority of the people listening to me right now i don't ever remember a time when we were more divided as a country than we are now and i lived through these 60s riots not only the race riots And I grew up in Southern California. I was not far from the Watts riots. The young people are going, what are the Watts riots? I never heard of that. Well, look it up. Do a little internet search and put in Watts riots. They were terrible. And uh, I was not too far from them. I could see the smoke from the fires of the Watts riots. I remember those. And again, the deep division over the Vietnam War. But we are more divided today. Than we were even then. Um, And again, I think most of the division is not coming from the conservative right, but from the liberal left. Because of policies like this, and I'll try to get to it really, really quick. The California Senate has passed a bill, it has not become law yet, but it's passed the Senate in California, that redefines infertility for state payment, state help. And it has redefined infertility to include homosexual partners. Well, obviously, homosexual partners can't have kids. Obviously. That is a scientific fact. So, if they're going to have a child, it has to be through a surrogate. The California Senate has passed a law that will provide state funding for surrogacy for homosexuals. Yeah. They have redefined what infertility means. It's Senate Bill 729, and it looks like it has a very good chance of becoming law in California. That's the kind of outrageous, radical legislation that continues to divide us. 877-BOB-LIVE, we'll be back.